Happy Valentine's Day and good afternoon, Album Digest listeners. Welcome back to another show of Album Digest, where we dive deep into albums in hopes of learning more about artists and their music. I am your host, Phoebe Goodwin, and I'm so pumped to have been given the honor of having my show on Valentine's Day. I love Valentine's Day. I love it. I love it. I love it. And this week, we're going to be looking at Charlie Crockett's album, In the Night. And when I was, you know, planning the show, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a love album like I did last year with Genevieve. Shout out, Genevieve Wilson. Um, and I love this one song by Charlie Crockett. And I was like, okay, let's do this album. And as I looked into this album, it kind of had a lot of heartbreak and pain. And so I'm excited to kind of get to delve into that side of Valentine's Day where it might not be all sunshine, rainbows, and butterflies, but there is some heartbreaks and pain. But he does it in a really cool way where you can't always tell he's singing a sad song. Uh, But when we look at the lyrics, we'll kind of figure that out. So just a little more information on Crockett. He is a blues, Americana, and country singer-songwriter. I don't know if it's the weather or the looming springtime or what, but I I've been on a country kick these days and I was driving through, you know, central Mississippi this weekend and we listened to some Charlie Crockett and I just knew that was what this week had to be. And I think I love his album and Flatland Calvary's album because it's it's this really rich, deep, soulful country. So it's not just the pop country that you know, you hear on the radio, but it's this storytelling feel. I feel like this this kind of country should have its own genre. And maybe that's what Americana is. I'm not exactly sure, but I do have a hard time classifying this as country. But I suppose, you know, that's what it is. Like I was saying, this album is about heartbreak and waiting for the morning to come while you are in the night. And so as we get started with this album, the first song we're going to be listening to, the first track on the album, is In the Night. starts off in a minor key, which I think is a bold way to start an album. Uh, Normally, it's not what draws listeners in initially. And so I think as we kind of listen through this album, he really does mix it up with a lot of minor key songs. And so in this song, there are organs keyboard setting I don't I'm not exactly sure there are shakers drums and electric guitar making it feel extremely bluesy there are horns you know here and there and there's just really a lot of different layers to create this extremely interesting sound it almost feels like Etta James but then again not it has this sort of longing and crying sound as every instrument plays and when you look at the lyrics you see that in this song he's talking about the hardship of waiting for the night to pass and how dark and lonesome it can be when it feels like morning is never going to come, when the new beginning is, you know, never going to begin, and you're just waiting for the day to break. He just sings the chorus over and over again, in the night, in the night, in the night, until it fades out. And honestly, didn't really love this song, but I'm super excited to listen to more of the songs on this album. But I think it was definitely an interesting and bold way to set the tone for the overall album itself. I 
One, two, three is up next. And this one is much more upbeat with a super fun drum and an amazing, phenomenal, bluesy horn section, which I love. There's so much life in all of his songs just because there's such a variety of instruments. And so I think the brass instruments just add a huge layer of character with the trumpet, saxophone, trombone, all of those things together mixed with the drum, mixed with the guitar and the shakers and the his really smooth jazzy voice just creates this 
beautiful masterpiece, which is why I have a a hard time calling it country because most country doesn't have all of these instruments working together. I think it's cool because he, he blends all of these instruments together so that you can't really hear where one ends and the other begins. And his voice comes in super sharp and contrasted against the instruments. And it feels very bluesy. And it's so fun just with him singing and all of the instruments playing. It really feels like they're playing with the art and the craft in the song. And he starts singing and initially the instruments cut back and highlight his, his really smooth voice like I was saying. And in this song, he's talking about how this girl is always wanting something from him that he can't give he's trying to get her to realize that if she doesn't start paying attention to him he's not gonna be able to do it anymore and so I think maybe the one two three in the title could be like three strikes then you're out like I can't do this anymore or just listen to me you know one two three eyes on me you know how they do that in first grade y'all know what I'm talking about but basically it's just he is dealing with this kind of toxic relationship where all he's doing is giving Um, and she isn't doing anything else. And so then he goes on to talk about when his mom goes down to the riverside and the shore, she never came back around again. And I'm not exactly sure what that means. I think it's interesting because he sings it over and over again. And I did some research and I guess the best thing I, or idea I had for what, you know, this riverside could symbolize is like, maybe it could be something she can't stop doing, whether it's abusing a substance or disregarding another person's feelings or having this uh, need for control and power. And so I think like once you go down to that shore and once you experience that, it's hard for you to ever come back to who you were. And so I think it can even talk about how, you know, he, how her, her actions are impacting him and how um, he won't ever be the same. But I think that's a really interesting lyrical use in this song. But like I said, I'm not exactly what it mean. I'm not exactly sure what it means. So I'll leave it up to your interpretation. And if you have any ideas, let me know. Listen to your darling 
listen to your sugar, but you're never gonna listen. I listen to your dollar, but you're never gonna listen to me. All right. Okay, so next up is I Am Not Afraid. And this song is much more upbeat. And this was the song I was talking about a little earlier in the show that really drew me into Charlie Crockett's sound. And it's ultimately why I chose this album. And so it kind of sounds a little bit more island-like than the past two songs. And it has this, still has that old-timey classic blues feel that we've kind of seen in the past two songs and his voice and the song just feels like a modern day Sinatra or Etta James in a way that he just has this rhythm in blues kind of like the songs you hear in weddings and I just love 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 this song and really any song like it because it just feels so timeless and so classic and the instruments work so well together and the lyrics in the song are even better there's an electric guitar that is sliding, and it, which creates this tropical sound, and a fun keyboard, and a light drum, and it keeps the same rhythm throughout the majority of the song, uh, but the lyrics are talking about how he's not afraid to love this woman, um, and he's not afraid to be who she needs him to be. He's not going to let her down or ever let her go, and I think this song is just ultimately what love is. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. I am not. 
Okay, so Look What You Done is up next. And this song kind of continues that upbeat, excited feel that we just heard in I Am Not Afraid, but it kind of goes on to a darker, sadder feel of the lyrics. And so it's kind of talking about after a breakup and how um, he's just dealing with the hardship of what she has done to him and the way that, you know, she changes her mind and how he is dealing with those consequences and how you know he lost sleep and she made him blue and um, he's crying and he is just kind of dealing with these emotions of a breakup and the hardship of losing that person in your life but when you first hear the song you would never think it was a breakup song just because it still has that lively sound that is continued um, from the last song we just heard Next up is a track titled I'm Working. And this continues the trend of having the brass section as such a prominent part of the song. So there are tons of horns. And then there's also a really interesting melody that is different from all of the other songs on this album. And it's just these these men kind of harmonizing and singing this melody. And it has a really, really cool drum. And it has a completely 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 different feel than the other songs it almost feels like it's a completely different album a completely different artist which I don't know if I like I think I really appreciate when albums have this cohesive story and this cohesive feel but also there's the danger of you know every sound song sounding the same and so I don't know how to feel about this song. I think it's really cool to see how flexible his voice and his style is, but he sounds completely different, and it's almost like a rap or R&B song. The vocals singing the melody in the back are are super cool. I really, really like them, and they contribute the sound to the song. And I love whenever there's kind of like a chorus of people singing, whether, you know, this is a much lesser scale than some of the other songs we've heard on the show, but 
I think it just adds this community feel to, you know, this is not just my story to tell, but also the story of all these people. Um, and so in the song, he's just really just talking about the hardships his family faced just to get by. And I feel as though he's dedicating the song to them and all of the work they do and they did so that he could live the life he has and have the opportunities, you know, they never had. And so he's talking about how he's working hard to honor the hard work of his family members or friends or people he loves in his life. My papa left my mama there to pick cotton and cut down sugar cane. She had to work like a slave all day. So I might have better spend my time in the sunshine ray. I'm working. Baby, I'm working. Daddy, I'm working. Yes, mama, I'm working. Brother, I'm working for you. Wanna know if it's worth it or true. I just want better And I'm about to break on through Baby, I'm working Might not mean a thing to you These places that I'd like to go But the things that I'm looking for Just ain't around no more My uncle was a gambling man Way down in New Orleans, they let me run them streets. Baby, now I do my thing, honey. I'm working. Yeah, baby, I'm working. Sugar, I'm working. Sister, I'm working. Brother, I'm working for you. Wanna know if it's worth it? True. I just want better. Tell me what else can I do? Baby, I'm working. Sugar, I'm working, darling, I'm working, ooh, baby, I'm working, yeah, darling, I'm I think it's super evident in all of these songs especially in that one of Crockett's Cajun roots and his his family in you know the Creole Cajun community and culture and so I think it's cool how um, through that culture we can totally see more into his life of growing up and it's so so evident in that this album specifically this song um, and kind of continuing through I think that's something cool to note and to, just to have in the back of your head Next up is Silver Dagger. The song continues with the bluesier feel with the horns and the organs and drums. Almost soul-like, like a church kind of feel, like a religious hymn or something like that. His voice and the way he sings is similar to the last song, so it's very conversational, much more casual than some of the previous songs on this album. 
It has a very structured feel to it. But when the saxophone comes in and the organ goes off on its little tangent, it's evident that there is still a loose feeling to the overall song. So he fades out this song just like so many on this album, which if you've listened to any shows in the past, you know I'm not a huge fan of. I love when there is closure to a song and it doesn't just end by fading out the lyrics and the vocals and the overall song i like when there's you know you tie up those loose knots those loose edges whatever the saying is i think the lyrics are just telling the story of a woman who carries a silver dagger i don't know if that dagger is her good looks her personality her clothing choices her um humor that's a big silver dagger and it's basically talking about how with this silver dagger he she tears his heart apart you know she comes to town she has him weak in the knees and his heart is bleeding out and it seems that she is his kryptonite you know she is his weakness so whenever he tries to get over her it doesn't really work and whenever he sees her he just falls back into that same pattern um and so i think it's interesting how these two middle songs of the album completely changed the vibe of the entire album truly and is so much more conversational but I think through that we know that there is a story to be told and a story to be heard She carry, carry silver dagger Lady never stagger to cut me down Oh no, help me darling please You see me round here in the night on my knees You take me down, now my smile will frown Doubt I'll ever get a house Last time she come down She spread her loving all over this town They said she carry, carry silver dagger Lady never stagger to cut me down Fall victim of because of you She take me under Ooh, my heart got thunder Girl got me bleeding through the sand This time she come down She spread her loving all over this town They say she carry, carry silver dagger Lady never stagger to cut me down Out of Bad Luck is the next song we're going to be going over. And I love this song. 
I love when I feel like I can see the emotion on his face just by listening to the song and and see what his heart is feeling. And I think the instruments in the song do such a good job of conveying that feeling, that kind of undescribable feeling, you know, the feeling that words really can't convey. But the music just seems to do it so effortlessly. So there's this longing guitar and horns and keys in the background and there are drums. And I think something really cool throughout this entire album, specifically I saw in this song, is that it feels like the guitar is telling its own story of love and loss and heartbreak. And the other instruments are chiming in to help tell it. And then, you know, his voice comes in and the trumpet plays this melody that's a little out of place in my opinion but it adds some variety and it just kind of creates this really sad feeling of the song. And I think it's cool how, you know, we open up and the guitar has this whole solo as if the guitar is singing the first verse and then he comes in and sings the second verse. And he's telling the story of, you know, this girl who he gave everything to and she left him for another man. I, isn't that just a sad, sad story to be talking about on Valentine's Day, okay? It's so sad. We can celebrate the love we once had, but we're going to be listening to the love that he lost. And I think the guitar in the song is so, so good, and I love it. Um, and I think this this song definitely is out of my comfort zone, but through listening to it, I feel like I've begun to appreciate a side of music I maybe would have never appreciated before doing this show. So, Yes, here is Out of Bad Luck. But you've gone on 
Laughter continues that same theme of heartbreak and loss and sadness and kind of, you know, losing a person you love. And I think it's so interesting how in some of these songs, they're so upbeat and exciting and fun, but they're telling this really, really sad story. And I love the lyrics on this song. And I love that, you know, it's upbeat and that it still has the same blues feel of the last song, but it's in a major key, which is much more my speed. Um, But it still has that sad longing feeling to it, which I think is really cool how music can do that. feels a little bit more um, upbeat just because there's this great piano solo where it makes it sound like the instrument is kind of continuing on with the story that Crockett has started in the song. And During the verse, it kind of gets a little boring just because it's the same music over and over and over again, but his voice does a good job of keeping the listener engaged for the most part. It's actually talking about this really sad idea that after laughter, there's always tears, how good things don't last, and he doesn't want to let it out, let all of his emotion out because he doesn't feel like this girl is feeling the same pain he does. And it's a gloomy idea, but it's masked by this really fun exterior. I feel 
The last song on this album we're going to be going over is Downtrodden Man. It continues the same exact blues feeling that we've been hearing the rest of this album. And you can definitely tell that this is a Charlie Crockett song, just based on the instruments he uses and the way it sounds and feels overall. He's singing the blues about how he's a downtrodden man, all alone with no one to walk him up the hill or help him when he's sick. The instruments all start to chime in with him at the end, helping him sing his blues and mourn for the loss of the love he once had. Strips back at the end with just the drums and the shaker while he sings about being alone. And then it opens up with each instrument and then fades out to end the album. So I think this is kind of a sad song to end the album, but it continues that theme of love, loss, and heartbreak that the rest of this album has continued on. Even keeping me down Every hand in world Don't want me around
somebody to help me when I'm ill. I ain't got nobody to walk me up this hill. If I had a secret that you could understand, maybe I wouldn't be such a downtrodden man. All right, well, that finishes up this episode of Album Digest. I'm so excited y'all were able to come and listen to such a love-filled album of heartbreak and loss. Um, I hope all of you have a wonderful Valentine's Day and you find something worth loving today. And I'll see you guys next week on Album Digest.